you know, I, I got rid of Matt on Sundays. I got my Sundays free now. It feels, I feel I, like I lost 30 pounds, right, Matt? 40 pounds? It's a two-way street, Mike. It's a two-way street, man. <laughs> Somebody say RPG. Holy shit, is that Travis? I, look, my, my bottom lip is gone. I've been biting it off this whole time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, he says we are, but we'll see. That ain't, that ain't fucking creepy at all. No, it, that, <laughs> I think I just got another booster shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what is up everybody? It is the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. It is episode 84 and this is our big one. This is the end of the year, Christmas, New Year, spectacular, extravaganza, and as you no doubt just heard, we've got some special guests with us tonight. Uh, it's going to be freaking amazing. Uh, we'll kick it off with I am Al. I'm Nick. And boys, why don't you introduce yourself? We'll start with the captain. What's up? This is Mike, formerly of Gamers Unscripted. Wow. I'm throwing it way back for you. <laughs> I was going to say, that one might even be before my time. <laughs> oh. I could tell it went over like a screen door in a submarine. So, <laughs> so bad fodder figures are here. Hello. Yeah. We also have Matt and Jeremy. Say hi, boys. And possibly an Eric. I have to see. Boys. You call me special, what? just like my mom. You are special, <laughs> Jeremy. This is now a bad fodder figures uh, podcast. It totally is. Once there's more than two of you, it's it's official. You've been commandeered. <laughs> yeah, yes. especially if especially if Jeremy shows up. Though I I will say for anybody uh, of our fans and regular listener, listeners that might have listened to both shows and are now panicking because Jeremy showed up thinking this will be our last one, uh, that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? I know. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I think Craigbot's yeah. going to be the the end of you. I think so. He will. And, he will be. FYI, the phone number is 508-659-BFFS. <laughs> 508-659-2337. Give us a call. Where are you, Fred French? Yeah, shit. We haven't heard from Fred in a while. It has been a while. He was a, he was a regular caller for here, too. We miss Fred. He is alive. He sent me a message, I think, before, uh, like, two episodes ago, just saying he had a cough, which already put me into a panic. But he said he was all right. Um, all right, so this episode, I was trying to think of, like, you know, everybody does, like, the top ten games of the year, and I, I kind of started out with that, and then I just realized when I looked at the games that came out this year that I played, I was having a very hard time coming up with that list. Um, so I, I switched it around a bit, and I thought, you know, 2021 really wasn't much better of a year than 2020. Some could even say it was probably a bit worse, and... Uh, I wanted to think about and see, as far as y'all, too, like, top three or so games uh, that you played this year, whether it came out this year or not, that you really enjoyed that kind of helped this year suck less uh, is the best way that I can describe it. And I figured that would be a fun way uh, to go about this. 
and uh, put show, show 2021 in somewhat of a better light. And uh, why don't we start with... Uh, Nick, we'll start with you, and then you can pass the baton to Mike, and then Mike can beat whoever he wants with it after that. Nice. Mm. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I broke mine down into kind of three categories, and like you you said, this isn't necessarily, you know, something that came out in 21, but just like games that we played through 21 in some capacity. Uh, I start mine off uh, actually with Sea of Thieves. Um, it, it's actually been a really good year for them. Uh, they, they've, they've been releasing a lot of stuff. The thing that did come out this year was the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, story chapters. Uh, it's kind of like these little adventures you can go on. Fantastic, uh, implementation. And it came out of nowhere. No one was expecting that at all. Cause it, it was just like, oh, it's like, there's always, always one of those like, you know, offhanded conversations like, man, this would make a great, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean time, but no way Disney would do this. And, <laughs> and when they announced it at, I think it was E3, I want to say. It was E3. Yeah, I think yeah. it was E3 that they first announced it. It was just like, it blew everyone that I knew, you know, that was invested in some way around CFD, just blew it away. And we're like, no way. And, and uh, you know, and it came out, it was like a two week, I think it was two weeks ahead of, when it actually released. So it wasn't like, you know, we didn't have to wait till next year or anything. It was like, it was coming now. Uh, so it literally came out of nowhere and the content is super fun. It, you know, it ties into the movies fantastically. You know, it's kind of like its own little side thing and it fits perfectly within the sea of these universe. So it's just like, man. And so th- that was like, obviously I'd say the, 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 you know, the highlight of, of the year for sea of these, but they've also been producing continual seasonal content uh, constantly adding stuff. They just added some, uh, the cannon rowboat. So basically, yeah, it's, it's a single cannon on, on your little rowboat there. And you can go around being like a one cannon terror, uh, Ooh. you know, shooting at other ships. And, uh, they also introduced fireworks, which, which you think is like, they don't really do much other than be fireworks, but it's, it's like, it's like these little things that just add to the ambiance of, of the game. And like, they're again, they're just like continually adding stuff. There's a whole bunch planned for next year. Um, and it's just one of those, it's, uh, you know, it went from, you know, probably, you know, the diehard stuck with it slash it had a rough, rough start to kind of, you know, almost, uh, you know, what we saw with, um, oh, what was it? No Man's Games. Sky. Yeah. Thank you. No Man's Sky. Where yeah. it's just like, you know, it had a really rough start, but, you know, they kept going it and you're running it and, you know, adding new, new things as they went along and it's, you know, continually getting better and better. Uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest. Um, mm. I played some of that content. Ah, uh, in fact, the the last time I played it, if I remember correctly, I was playing it with Matt, you know Matt that is here now, and Los. And I, I don't know if you were there or not, Mike. I was uh, uh, full disclosure, completely intoxicated, trying to help them out with some <laughs> puzzle with some puzzle with this tree and instruments and lanterns, and um. I don't think I was in the voice channel, which didn't help either. And I am sure I'm the one that fucked that up for everybody. Because it was like, you had to be in a certain spot, playing a certain instrument, right? Yes. Because the sun was... That was you, right, Matt? Yeah, yeah. And we had to wait, like, uh, just wait until, yeah, a certain time of the day mm-hmm. there. And then everyone had to be playing the instruments right at the same time at a certain. Oh, spot. you were doing the glitter beard uh, quest then. Yes, that's oh, what. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I got through 
one or two phases of that. And I was like, yep, I'm, I got to go. It's, it's my bad. <laughs> I'm not going to stay up all night for this. to try and figure this out. <laughs> and I, I apologize. I can almost guarantee you I'm the one that fucked that up. Cause like, I, I just, I kept seeing like when you're not in the voice channel and someone's like, stand over there. Okay. Where? <laughs> like people would have to like go to where I was supposed to stand I didn't realize I was supposed to be playing a certain instrument. I just completely messed that up for everybody, and I, I, I only felt slightly bad about it. But I've been, I've been scared and, and embarrassed to go back in that game since. Well, well, to be <laughs> fair, the, the Glitterbeard quest is—it's uh, not Pirates of the Caribbean. It's actually a very difficult quest. Um, do, do you know the story behind it? Not a bit. Okay, so it's it's actually kind of like kind of a heartwarming thing. It, it it's in memory to one of their developers. Um, who, which is where the glitter beard thing came from. He had died, uh, I think of COVID early on in the pandemic. And this quest, this quest, you know, this entire thing was, was in tribute to him. Um, and so you do it and you get like, and you don't, you don't really get anything out of, out of it other than I think just like a title or something like that Mm -hmm. or a combination. So, you know, it's, it's really for no reward. It requires a ton of cooperation. It requires several ships to, you know, you know, worth of company to, you know, carry out and it has to, yeah, like, like you said, it has to be done at certain times, certain way, and then you get it. So. God damn it. Los. I blame Los. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nick, keep going. Sorry, dude. No, no, not at all. Uh, let's see. Next on my list. Uh, so this, this is my must play. This did come out this year. Uh, and this was a uh, resident evil village, uh, you know, resident evil eight. Yeah. Uh, I had a blast with this. Um, no, no, Full disclosure: I did not. I have not played seven. I'm. I, I'm gonna get around to it. <laughs> but so I got <laughs> kind of you know skipped around and jumped right into eight. But uh, uh, but you know coming in like super fresh to it. You know the Resident Evil series again. I, it was a great story. Had great pacing to it. Uh, you know it, it didn't feel like he was beating you over the head with like you know these like jump scares or thing anything like that. Like it, it felt like really good pacing throughout. A lot of fun side content. Um, there's kind of these um like you know shoot 'em up challenges like you know you can play i think at any time but more or less i played it after after i was done um and i'm looking forward to you know any dlc content they provide if there's a sequel uh, you know granted eight is is a sequel to seven so it's like where they go from here but like it's just a just a fantastic game all around i I think i think they're still working on uh, what is it uh uh, reverse is resident evil verse yeah resident evil verse or something like that yeah yeah and then uh then then my last one was was kind of i I, i'm labeling the hidden gem uh obviously this game has been out for quite a bit uh but it like you know i finally got around because it it, you know arrived on game pass i'm like okay i'll check this out because you've been you've been jumping up and down about this game for the longest time i'm like okay I'll i'll finally check it out uh and it was hades um yeah and yeah, you know, like I said, I, I I couldn't believe how long it, it took me to to finally sit down and play the game. But it's like, man, it's like you know, so many layers to the story, the characters, great gameplay. You know, it, you know, it's it's a roguelike cyclical play, but you know, each one is is you know, you know, I'd say semi unique in in nature. Yeah, and it never really you know tires out. Um, no, yeah, you know, granted, I'm not not playing as you know crazy as I did when I first played, but it's, it's definitely one of those like okay, it's like oh, I feel like playing, you know, doing a couple levels, getting a few things here and there, and I can instantly come back and and play it. Yeah, for sure. 
And then, uh, yeah, I had some runner ups. Uh, so, you know, again, as always, there's, there's a ton of games that came out and or have been played in 21, but, uh, the ones that came out that were, were still fantastic. Subnautica two, great fun, uh, tribes of Midgard that came out, I think mid year, uh, again, yeah. really awesome. I think they just started their second season. It's a season of the serpent now because they, they kicked off with, um, uh, Fenrir, I think it was, uh, you know, ba- basically this, you know, wolf dog, uh, monsters is at the end. Now I guess they have a serpent. Now I haven't jumped back into there. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, so they got a serpent now and I, I got, so I want to jump back in and see the new serpent monster. Um, and I, I'll throw in there like fours of five. I, I have not played a racing game in a very, very long time. If, if I did, it was just, you know, very much in passing or like playing at your house yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but like fours of five, it was, it's been a very fun jump back into kind of like the racing genre. You know, you know, for me, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of freshness to it. You know, I know some people who stated like, you know, so I play everything for it's not really a whole lot of new things. To it. it's just you know it's just you know number five but for me it's like man this yeah this is actually pretty fun like all the various games you know, obviously the racing elements uh but just like all the side stuff that that goes along with it and it, and it plays great as well so yeah really 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 enjoying that uh and, and then i'll i'll throw in some some blatant failures <laughs> this year <laughs> uh big one new world holy crap what what a fiery blazing turd that thing was I'm, yeah. I am glad I did not jump on that bag when it's like, like I, I played way back in the alpha and I was like, oh man, just like, it's not there. And just watching the development of this thing is just like, to me, it was like too many red flags. Like I'm, I'm going to let this thing play out. You know, I want to be wrong. You know, may, maybe they'll prove themselves and you know, it's like a month or two in then, then, then maybe I'll buy it if it's still, you know, looking good. But just like, I think within that one to two months, just like, you know, bugs at the, uh, at the wazoo. You know, eating graphics sh- cards. Yeah, eating <laughs> graphics cards. They had to shut down the economy twice, apparently. Uh, just like the number of bugs. Went. I think there's a video. I, did you, maybe you link me this video. I'm not sure. But the, basically oh, yeah. there's a video of like the rise and fall of New World. And it's just insane how many things just, are just going wrong left, right, and center with, with this thing. And it's like, I don't know if they can, they, you know, they, if this is recoverable. I don't think this is a no man's sky, you know, see if these situation. <laughs> it's like, Amazon. It's Amazon. It, be dead in a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, you know, it's like, it, like I have a feeling that's that's gonna be the case. Like, it's you know, they got their money, they did their cash grab. It's like, you know, are they just gonna trash it now because you know they're Amazon, or are they gonna try and you know fix it and get it into a state that you know. It, it might be workable. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then your last one there, of course, fuck Bobby Kotick. I think that's all we need. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard in general, just like, man, the Royal, the Royal fuck up this year. And just keeps getting worse. I love it. Um, all right. All right. So let's, let's shine the light on the guest. Mike, we're going to start with you here, Cap. How you been? First off, mm. you know, just a, quick catch up and then you can get into your list but how's it been dude things are going well i'm trying to remember how to podcast here you guys sound professional <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm worried about sounding like an amateur over here which more or less i am but, you were uh, my inspiration mike oh thank you very much i'm sorry <laughs> we all have our crosses to bear um, <laughs> but yeah things are going swimmingly no no complaints you know i, I got rid of matt on sundays so i got my sundays free now it feels I feel I, like I lost 30 pounds, right, Matt? 
40 pounds? It's a two-way street, Mike. It's a two-way street, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the cul-de-sac was one big U-turn. <laughs> there shake-ups in the cul-de-sac. Shake oh, yeah. It would be a hell of a thing if we had a podcast right now where we could get into oh. conspiracy oh. theories out the wazoo. But, yes. you know. Yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, who said but, that? But here we are. Um, yeah, no complaints. <laughs> Had a good holiday. Starting a new job in the new year. So, uh, so things are looking up for sure. And uh, trying to remember what the hell I played in 2021. You know, if you asked me, you know, like, what was I doing at like 6.57 p.m. on like March 15th, 1983, I could probably get you exact details. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you asked me something like, you know, what I've done in the last five, 10 years, and I have no fucking clue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I am trying to remember what I played in 2021. One thing that sticks out, because um, the one game of the year at Jeff Keeley's show, and certainly I think it was my game of the year as well, was It Takes Two. Great um, game. Yeah, Matt and I played through that, and, you know, I think first of all, Matt and I were blown away with the like every twist and turn. There was like some new game mechanic that you really never felt like you played before, and it was really absolutely a couple times we said through this like, "Who the fuck can think this shit up?" You know, I have a hard enough time tying my shoes, let alone coming up with (laughs) you know game mechanics like this. And it was you know absolutely beautiful. Some areas I liked more than others. I wasn't crazy about the the clock world. Yeah. Um, but you know, talk about you know, was it what what creature was it, Matt, that was supposed to be cute and cuddly? But you know, either we were beating it up or it beat us up. I can't remember. Was it an elephant or something like that? I think it was, it was the elephant. Yeah. Yeah. Elephant. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's why I threw my controller across the room. <laughs> are you threw, are you threw your controller across the room when we had to do some sort of like flying mission. Was it the elephant in the? Was the elephant maybe, in one of those planes? Uh, maybe. Maybe it, was def- it. it was definitely the it was definitely the plane thing where you had to uh, dodge the bombs, and yeah, and then yeah. take and then take out the planes at the same time. Yes, right. Uh, yep. Yeah, that was a controller chucker for sure. <laughs> but it just you know, um, what their previous his previous game was what brothers. And, uh, and and no way out or something like that. Right. No. I thought those were, were good, competent games, right? But yeah. this seemed to this seemed to take it to a whole nother level for that studio Hazel Light. Um, yeah. Really, really extraordinary. Um, you know, the story, you know, I take a leave it a little bit. I mean, that certainly moved things along, but to me it was more about the worlds that you were going into. And like I said, the new game mechanics. I just remember that how lush that blue was with the water. Yes, and um, one of those one of those worlds that was phenomenal. So that really uh, stuck with me. I think throughout the whole year, I'm not sure if I came across anything else that really would have like topped that. Um, sure, I probably have played other things longer. I don't can't remember how long that game was, Matt. I mean, the way me, Matt and I play, we could take an yeah. eight hour we could take an eight hour game and stretch that bad boy out to sixty four, four, I mean, seventy two <laughs> hours. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it took us all week. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think we played it over a course of a couple of weeks. You know, we don't, we can't game every night. We got other responsibilities, but yeah, I think we wrapped it up certainly within like two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. But that's um, you know, that's one that sticks out for me. Anybody else play that one? Uh, I did. Um, it's one I really want to play with my wife, but I feel like she'll throw the controller at me. Um, she... <laughs> hey, well, you know, when you call that foreplay, you know, 
you know, I, I would, I would, because then it to a hair pull and then we run upstairs and that's all good. But uh, oh, no, oh, <laughs> no, it's I, I have to say uh, you really hit the nail on the head, and I just thought I was just being like overly enthusiastic about it, but that blue blew me away. You know, on a really nice TV, especially like it just that game really shines. And from a visual aspect, I thought it was so creative. Just the, you know, I swear if you own a house, like you think of these things, like what the fuck's going on inside these walls? And like you get to, in a sense, play that. Like even the vacuum cleaner fight in the beginning, you know, you're talking new gameplay. Like once my daughter and I figured out what we had to do, like we had so much fun with that. And my oldest, who I played with, she's eight years old. So it was a, a master class in, in patience and explanation. But we had a lot of fun uh, playing that game. It really is something that, you know, I think everybody should should at least play uh, once. It You may not beat it, but give it a, give it a solid go, because that is a great game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, gotta, I'm, you have to play with someone else, though, right? You can't play that solo? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's, I really think that's the deal with all their games, as far as I understand it. Like, even the Prison Escape one, I think you have to play with another person. I could be wrong, but... Uh, right, they yeah. don't give you any sort of AI or anything like that. You have to. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that blew me away, and congratulations on that guy who won uh, Game of the Year over at Hazelite. Um, yeah, his, well deserved. You know, and uh, kudos to him. You know, I think we it was like three hour show or something like that, and I think he <laughs> might have been aware of that himself. Probably had a plane to catch to go back to Sweden, and he was like, "Ah, oh, thanks." <laughs> he kept his speech very, very short. I think it was like under thanks. thirty seconds, which was Deuces. so appreciative. <laughs> That's a good show this year, though. I think I think Keeley just does it better and better every year. I enjoyed it this year. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Moving on. This is another game. I, I think I'm going with visuals. Uh, is the Ascent? It's on, yeah, it's on yes. game, game Pass, a uh, twin stick shooter. I know Matt had some mixed feelings on it, but I stuck with it through the end. Uh, needed some help at the end from our buddy Bricko, part of the uh, Bad Fodder Figures community. But I really liked the whole aesthetic of the game. I mean, if you're asking me what the fucking story was, I really don't know. Someone yeah, stole something, and you had to do something, and something else happened. Um, I don't, I don't really remember the, the story for me. It was just about, you know, being, a um, you know, twin stick shooter blowing up a lot of shit. And it just felt once you got the hang of it and you powered up your guy, um, it just felt like everything sort of clicked for me. And, and I, I, I love that it took place in that tower. Like, it, it's just about like, you start out in the like ass bottom of this tower and, uh, it, 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 like the story wasn't necessarily memorable, but I think the world was. Like, it was just a cool environment to play in. For sure, and I like to go back to it because I've heard they've been doing steady updates to it, and it's in a much better place oh. than it is now. It didn't have the smoothest launch when it came to co-op, like online co-op. I don't even know if there's couch co-op, but online, uh, especially when you were trying to play with people on PC, um, there was some some issues there. A lot of a lot of problems, but I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, difficult towards the end. Like I said, I had to uh, call a lifeline and um, yeah, I thought, I think it's worth it for, you know, I'm one of those guys that says, tell me, you know, this game is awesome and great. And Oh, by the way, it's on game pass. I don't feel that this title is like that. I feel like this title is like, Hey, it's on game pass. What do you got to lose? Um, yeah. You know, 
and people can understand the difference there. I think there is a difference, you know, when you got like something that's really like if someone said it takes two is on Game Pass, that would be like, oh, by the way, it's also on Game Pass. Like, yeah, regardless, now regardless if it was on Game Pass or not, you should go out and buy it takes two. The Ascent, I'd say, hey, maybe don't hold off on, on buying it, but just play it on Game Pass. But I, I did really enjoy um, my time with it. I like those sort of twin stick shooters kind of mindless just blowing shit up um see a red barrel shoot it type deal yeah even though i didn't care for it too much it it was a neat game it did look great i thought the graphics on it were really cool and um for what we did play of it what i did play of it it was it was pretty good you know loot and everything that so um but it, it definitely did look good yeah, it had a steady flow of loot, and uh, hopefully they fixed it along the way. At some point, it felt like you maxed out like maybe three quarters of the way through the game, and there wasn't much to to level up at a certain point. And it's like, well, why do I even care now about you know collecting and picking up shit? And my guy's yeah. already maxed out, so maybe they have uh, corrected that at some point. I'm not sure, but uh, moving on, you know, one of the the best games I've played over the last couple of years. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah. I, I certainly finished that uh, last year, but I the D they had some DLC that came out here this this year, uh, Iki Island, and so I played that, and you know just more of the same, which is awesome for me because I thought yeah. the base the base game was great. Um, you know, I put it right up there with The Witcher Three, as far as quality for that type of you know action adventure r slash rpg uh, i'm not sure if it's got too much rpg in it but somebody you know, it, what's that somebody say rpg sure oh, shit is that travis it might be so, so oh, you know snap. so the island of Viki to me was really um really well done different uh different enemy this time around you know messing with your mind memories of your past but as far as combat and execution, everything else was uh, still top notch. And I think uh, Sucker Punch really uh, knocked that one out of the park for me. It's a game that I uh, sometimes, like, I got nothing else left to do in the game. I finished every quest line and everything like that. And I'll just run around just to see the world and, and hack and slash guys and, you know, just take it, take it all in because it is really breathtaking in certain places. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful game. And I, I think. I love it for the same reason I love The Witcher 3. Not just the open world aspects, but, like, the game that the developers made, like, they really respected the medium that it came from. Like, you could tell in The Witcher 3, they, you know, it got me to read the books. And as I read the books, it's like, holy shit. Like, they deep dove on these books and really, like, made that world come to life. And, like, to me, Ghost of Tsushima is, like... You know, it's like the Kurosawa movies. Like, it, it knows what it is, and it's a goddamn good, you know, samurai movie set to a game, and it's done wonderfully. Like, the like you said, the visuals are absolutely amazing. The gameplay is fun. It's challenging. It never feels cheap, unless you're just trying to go somewhere you really aren't ready to go to yet. But, like, other than that, like, it's just a, a solid game all around. I, I still play it. I'm still enjoying that one, too. So yeah, it's a, that's a great pick uh, for 2021. Yeah, and then some uh, honorable mentions. Uh, kind of Bridge of Spirits. I, on the, played, I played that on the on the PlayStation Five. 
Um, you know, it's got some Souls-like Zelda uh, kind of mashup to it. You know, your mileage will vary. Some people may say it's, you know, kid-friendly. But it's definitely a challenging game for sure. Like I said, it's got the Souls elements to it. It looks beautiful. Uh, I think it's the first game that studio has put out. So that was a really good effort on uh, on their part. And then I think, um, you know, Halo Infinite, you know, for what yeah. you can say about, you know, they the campaign has a lot of... Um, issues that plague a lot of open world games, right? It's a lot of the same type of missions over and over again because they want to, like, fill up the time meter. They don't want to mm-hmm. just wrap it, wrap it up in 12 hours. So you got a lot of the same missions, just like, you know, you play a lot of other uh, open world type games. But for me, it felt like the, the first really Halo game that sort of clicked. Um, yeah, if you want to use that. <laughs> you know, and it could be just... Maybe I just play too many damn shooters and I just want them all sort of to kind of be be a little similar so i can just pick up and go um but yeah the grappling hook you know like i said on twitter the just cause guys um you know saying you know what took you so long you know putting that in there (laughs) you know it just it just made the just you know you could pretty much see anything in that game and you could go to it you know you were used to going to and playing in games where you see uh landscapes and you get to them and all of a sudden it's just like a wall right you can't you try to climb up and your guy slides down um, you could really traverse anywhere you want in that game, which, which I thought was pretty impressive. Uh, story was just okay in my book, which I think most Halo games are just okay. I think they, they suffer a little bit in the writing there. Um, but I thought mechanic-wise, visual, uh, they really did a good job. Uh, you know, If I was a, a journalist, I'd give it somewhere around a score of an 8. Uh, yeah. But th- I thought it was good. Yeah, so I'm enjoying the multiplayer on that. Yeah, yeah the, I'm having a ball. Yeah, and the multiplayer is a lot of fun uh, for some reason. Like I said, I think they've just sort of modernized the mechanics of that game to be more in line with, you know, the Call of Duties, the Apex, the Battlefields, Fortnite. Um, so when I play it, I feel like I'm more competitive than I used to be in Halo games. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I feel like I'm not playing and just beating my head against the wall, that I'm actually making some progress. Yeah, no, it's, it's a solid game. Solid game. Mike, who do you want to smack with the baton next? We do have a, a Travis just joined us. Uh, one of our original co-founders. Some of y'all might remember him as Soda Bread. Uh, he is here. Welcome, Travis. Glad to have you. Glad to be here, finally. Mm. Let's give it a Travis. I know he's in New Jersey and things close early there. You know, got to keep it. Even worse, I'm in PA. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. Okay. Watch it. Well, you Watch said you. It. Well, you the other day on Twitter, you said you were so proud of being from New Jersey. So I thought you were still there. I'm, I'm they, from there, but not yeah. actually there. It sucks. No one. Yeah, the problem is no one ever really brags about that. But um, <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all you, Travis. All right. Uh, all right. So I guess I'm going over my uh, my top games played in 2021. Yeah, like your top three. It, it, it's more like you know, it doesn't have to come out this year. But it's like well, that's good because I don't play games that are new. So I was gonna say this works perfectly for you. Uh, It's more like you know this year sucked like last year. But what were the games that you know you really enjoyed that made this year suck less? So like your top three or whatever. All right. Um, Well, we'll start off with a game that actually did come out this year: uh, Ration and Clank. Uh, That game is so damn good. Um, I don't care if reviewers are pissed off because not every single bush moves when you whack it with the spanner. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> everything about that game is just it, it's a it's an absolutely stunning game. Uh, the gameplay is just a perfect evolution on um, on just the way that Ratchet and Clank has always played. Um, it is my I mean I'm a little biased because Ratchet is my all time favorite game series. Um, and this is just the icing on the cake that is just every other game in the series. So I'll take it. It's a great game. It's an it really is. Um, yeah. And just the dancing is wonderful. And, you know, if I go back to my memory issues there, if I remembered Ratchet and Clank came out this year, I probably would have bumped the ascent to honorable mention and put Ratchet in there. But so be it. Ratchet and Clank was phenomenal. I thought the way they nailed that with a dual sense, every gun felt different. You could feel like every bullet or whatever projectile was being shot out. Uh, yeah, it was really, really well done. Um, and I mean, Insomniac just knows what the hell they're doing between Ratchet and Spider-Man. Like they've just got a lock on ridiculously good games for Sony. And I'll be damned if that dual sense doesn't get a freaking honorable mention of its own. Like yeah. when that's done right, holy shit is that cool when that's done right. I, I honestly think it's it's the best evolution of of a controller since hell, since like Wiimote. The Dreamcast. Nah. Dreamcast <laughs> is the best still, but <laughs> sing it, sing it. I know the, the, I think the Wiimote still had issues at least until the uh until the adapter came out that made it just work properly most of the time yeah no i feel you but uh but yeah the dual sense is just is crazy good um i think they 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 knocked that out of the park um let's see let's uh let's move on to the next one i i i have a list of all the games i've played this year and i'm actually trying to figure out which goes on my list at the at this point um but i think the next up is probably gonna have to be borderlands 3 Great game. Nice. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Borderlands 3. I know a lot of people uh, felt that it was a step back from Borderlands 2. Um, but that being said, it just it was still a, a blast to play. Um, I like all the, the, the meta stuff that they that they had introduced. Um, like just finding all like the um, what's uh, the tier is it Tyrion? Um, all like the Tyrion pedestals that you you know heard about his travels and and uh, there's all that, all that, all that cool stuff. Um, I just, I enjoy that, and the worlds I think were absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, um, that's a visually great game, man. And and honestly, I did not hate the antagonists as much as everybody else did. Um, I mean, they weren't, they were no handsome Jack flat out, uh, but I still thought that they were that they were pretty fun, uh, and they made me hate them, which was great. But they were not annoying to me. I know a lot of people thought that they were annoying characters, but I thought they were, um, I thought they were good. And uh, it just it, it it was not fun not being able to play a zero uh, because I am a straight ninja fanboy, but I'll take what I can get. Um, I played <laughs> as Flack uh, for most of it, and uh, I like Flack. Flack is a lot of fun. And uh, I played, yeah, I, played I think the, the mech. I forget who the mech is, but I enjoyed the mech. Yeah, I don't remember anybody's name of Flack, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they uh, kept up with the game. They've kept. Uh... DLC going on and just yeah, keep yeah it. still doing it's that good still so yeah we got uh, Tiny Tina's is that next year is is that coming out next year I think uh, it's, yeah either February I think February or March something yeah. like that it just sucks that Pitchford is still in charge of it that guy's a douche well, I just but, want uh, more games <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was it was good I I liked I liked the antagonist in that one uh, just with like. I don't know. You know, most games like to do some 
some subtle commentary on current times, and I loved the streaming aspect uh, of the antagonist. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was I thought that was a cool take. You know, it was something different, and um, yeah, it's it's a fun game for sure. It, it's definitely up there. All right, let's see. Um, and I think for what's that? I was gonna say you got a you got a number three. I I certainly do. Um, my my third is uh is a game released in I think it was two thousand three. Uh, Atelier Iris Eternal Mana. Um, it's a JRPG for the PS two. I've never played that, and it's it's on my list to play. It's I think it's a lot of fun. Um, we, um, uh, me and Adam. Uh, aka Xcore, we played that uh, last year for uh, the, um, the 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 short lasted um, RPG Kingdom podcast. I love um, that podcast, by the way. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, we we played that, and neither of us really enjoyed it very much. Um, it's a really it's a slow burn. Um, you really have to play like halfway through before it gets like, oh, this game's damn good. Uh, so yeah, we only played for like ten hours or so, and it just didn't really hook either of us. But I decided that you know what, I'm going to play through the whole thing uh, because I did start it and I don't want to leave it unfinished. Um, so I ended up playing it as part of one of my uh, YouTube series, and I'm like, like a hair away from being done with the game. Um, but like as you when you really dig into it, there's actually a lot going on in that game, and uh, it does become really really fun. Uh, the story is a lot of fun too. So uh, I just, I don't know, that's one of the games that kind of kept me going through uh, dealing with a lot of crap this year. And uh, so I'm, 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 I think I'm good with those ones. And I definitely have to do, give an honorable mention to uh, Suikoden 2. Uh, I haven't played enough of it yet, uh, but it has been a really good trip so far. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, uh, that reminds, Slow Burn always makes me think of the, a Legend of Heroes Trails uh, series. Yeah, I, those are real slow. <laughs> they are, but I'm telling you, it's like you're saying, it's one of those, you know, if you really do want to stick to a good story, and I was talking to somebody else about it, like the world building is the best world building in any game I've ever played. And it, it just, the I, I'm working my way through the series, and it just gets better and better and better. And uh, yeah, it's but it is definitely not, if you're looking for, the shit to hit the fan and, and kick off and really pull you along. You gotta, you gotta work at that one a little bit. So it's definitely well, it, not. For it takes three games to get to that point. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> All right. Who are you beating with the baton? I don't know who's left. Uh, you got Matt, you got Jeremy, you got, uh, Matt and Jeremy and me. Sorry. I'll, I'll save mine for last. I'm fine with that. All right. Let's go with, uh, Go with Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah. Um, so hey, for Matt. me, yes, sir. Can you give out give out the phone number before you uh, go on? Five zero eight six five nine P F F S. Yes. Yeah. I won't leave a voicemail. See if anyone answers. Bad father. Sorry, Fred is not here. I wish he was. Man, that's just made me cringe. Gamers in beta. <laughs> oh, that always makes me <laughs> bad fodder figures. Um, for me, even though it came out in the end of uh, 2020, uh, Destiny 2, the Beyond Light expansion DLC pack and everything, 
and then the the seasons uh, for that. That's what I've been majority of my past year has been playing that, and uh, I've been enjoying that very much. Going in and upgrading my gear and getting all the loot and stuff, and doing the strikes and the dungeons and just you know just overall just enjoying uh, doing the seasonal activities and everything. It's, it's been mm-hmm. fun. I enjoy playing. Um, there's, you know, we got a decent clan going on right now um, that I'm in. That uh, just they they they're out there doing the things that they're supposed to be doing to get the clan uh, weekly rewards and all that, and they're, they're they're very helpful. So it's just nice having a community like that. And um, you know, it's in the <clears throat> season 15 right now, and uh, yeah. it's the longest season they ever had because the doesn't end until like February twenty second. It started way back when, so um, yeah, it, it, that one there definitely for sure is my number one for the year. And is then, there um, game, is there any game whose guns feel as good as that game does, especially on the PlayStation? Like, that guns, guns do feel incredible. In don't they? Like, I, I thought it was maybe me, but like out of any shooter I've ever played, the guns in Destiny Two. Just feel fucking great, like the way they shoot, the way they play, the way they recoil. I, they just seem to have that down to a damn science. Yeah, I, I think I think they do feel good. Um, they've always been good at that, and um, I just like you know they do the community events. You know, like right now it's the um, the dawning event where you go and you make cookies and you deliver cookies and you gotta throw snowballs <laughs> at people and mm-hmm. stuff and just different things like that. Um, they had you know back at Halloween they had a uh, the festival of the lost thing so that that's always cool when i always like when games yeah. do that that type of stuff you know borderlands does it too with they had captain haunt uh come back uh this year and oh that's they, cool they, they did a valentine's thing last year and stuff so i i just enjoy when games you know go with the seasons and they add things you know little touches here and there like that just <clears throat> feel more alive might have a uh, another person to play Destiny with, Matthew. Yes, sir. At a uh, Christmas dinner, my um, cousin's fiance, who regularly doesn't show up to family gatherings because he usually goes to his own family. But now that they're getting married in just five days, I think my cousin said, "Hey, you got to start showing up, and we got to stop being an item." <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so he was he was there at um at Christmas dinner, and we were just talking. He's got a PS5, and all he does is play Destiny too. So we might have a uh, oh a nice. Might, might bring a family member into this uh, into the fold to play some Destiny with us. Well, it, that, probably interact with him more. No. Yeah. Nice. Um. And then while waiting for Forza 5 to come out this year, I downloaded Forza 4 off of Game Pass. And man, what a great game. You know, even I'll get to Forza 5 in a minute. But Forza 4 was, you know, such a great game. The the variety of cars that they had in there, the scenery and stuff. And Forza 5, the same thing. It's just they really upped their game as far as the way cars look, um, the amount of cars they have in the game. The sounds are incredible. Yeah, I was gonna say for the cars. You know, they they sound great when you're driving around. Oh yeah. Um, you know, if if Destiny is a game for you know feels good when you shoot, Forza is a game that feels great when you drive around. Um, yeah, even the interiors, like the interiors of the cars are. Yeah. And uh, model and, and Chatterbait is great. It feels great. Oh no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good when you do that. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, yeah, so four, the, the Forza games are great. Uh, Forza 5 is really neat. Um, glad it's on Game Pass. It's a great game to get off of that. Just, they, they, I mean, it looks great. Um, I've, you know, and then they got the collectibles and stuff in there. Of course, they got the races and everything for you to do, and road tracks and all that. But then they got collectibles in there, like the, like the um, those billboards and stuff. You got to try and yeah. collect and get all those. And they got a thing where you, know, you drive every single road. So the barn, just, the barn finds, those are the fun. barn finds. Yeah, those are always cool. And um, I had someone the other day just gift me um, a couple of cars, nice. um, which oh, is something well. I did in the game. So it was not, it wasn't anything special. It was like a, it was like a um, little Ford Escort or something like that. But um, that's cool. But but like the variety of cars that they have in there, you get like a '79 Gremlin. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, uh, the deck I saw that. that. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting that. Um, you know, go from that to like a Lamborghini, you know, all these supercars and stuff in there, trucks, um, just regular cars that you would drive every day are in, are in the game. So it's really cool that they do that. And, um, and again, you know, well, it's different with the seasons, but like every, was it every week the season changes in that they got different challenges and stuff for you to do. So it keeps the game fresh. Um, yeah. Different things and stuff. It's, it's one of the games where you, yeah, I guess you 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 beat it when you get to that what that Hall of Fame thing or whatever they got, um, right? But you can still they're still playing to do still they change the things around so you can keep playing it and keep it keep yeah. it uh, new. Shit, so. tons of cars to collect, and then they do like tournaments and stuff. The tournaments are real uh-huh. cool, you know. Yeah, and then, and then there's um, fan based created stuff too that people you know great tracks and that that are in there and everything. Some of that shit is nuts. Some of it's crazy. I played one that was like a ski jump off the side of the mountain with a car where you get like easily 10 seconds of airtime. And I was just like, yeah, this car would not survive that. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I like to play play some co-op. The game is not really holding my attention solo. So I'm gonna try um try yeah, playing well, playing it sometime with you guys. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna get into a session sometime or something. No, I think they've ironed out a lot of the multiplayer issues that they had in launch week as well. So Oh yeah, nice. yeah, it's much Good. better. Yeah, much better. That. yeah we it's should a uh, lot of fun. A lot of fun multiplayer. Yeah, I think it'd be great to uh, try. I've I've never played the multiplayer with other people, so it'd be fun to do and to see what it's like. Although we did play Wreckfest multiplayer, and Matt came at us with a couch. That was great. <laughs> that was that was a great game. That's something. See, that's a classic game, also. Yeah, something like that. We just be just pure shenanigans happen. That and the, and the, that golf game, golf with your friends. Oh, golf with your friends! Oh my god! <laughs> Another game, just you know, game night shenanigans happening, having a good time. You know, I, to, I haven't laughed. I haven't laughed as hard as I did playing Wreckfest in a game ever. I was dying that night. Just hilarious. Yeah, between the buses and the couches and the lawnmowers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's just fun stuff there. Trying to get people and knock them off the map and that. That's, oh, that's some good shit there. That was um, fun. And then my third would be any sports game for the year. Which golf with your friends would fit into that, but um, you know, Matt sure. MLB the show, um, dude, the show was great this year, and it was on Xbox. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, on, on Game Pass. Um, I wish you yeah. Xbox people would just shut up. Oh man, 
but it's like awesome. that was, I was so surprised that that one landed on Xbox because that is that was like one of the reasons to buy a PlayStation was because they had yes. the MLB license. Yeah, you see, and you see what happened? They got the game one year. And the fucking sport now is locked out, and there'll be no baseball. <laughs> have, have we have we confirmed that there'll be no MLB the show next year, or at least can they can they they can't use the players' likenesses, right? Why there's that, a lockout? That would be correct. That's right. correct. So they're probably working on the game, and curious to see if they'll release it with no with no players or anyone. Everybody's when Number twenty, number eighteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every player is just gonna be Seamus Blackley. All of them. <laughs> Matt, you said from Cincinnati. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't get released as as early as it used to. Right now, it gets like what April? You said. Yeah, it's like the yeah. first week in April. Yes. Yeah. So they got a little bit of time. So there's still hope. Yeah, I mean, it used to get oh, released yeah. back in the day. It was like. Middle of spring training, it, it right? Could, yeah, which makes sense. Build up the hype for the season, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but now no, it doesn't come out till like April. Like it's it's like right around opening day. Um, yeah. but it's, it's you know it's just fun to go back and play sports games because that's what I, I kind of grew up on that too with the old PlayStation and everything. Yeah. Playing Madden all the time, playing baseball, uh, hockey, the old Madden, uh, not Madden hockey, but the old uh, NHL. EA Sports yep. hockey game and that. So it's just <clears throat> neat to go and kind of live out your uh, sports fantasy team with uh, yeah. these games and stuff. You know? Yeah, and that, that new NHL game, man, holy shit, does that ice look good. That's like one of the only sports games, that in the show, that play flawlessly on my Xbox. Any of the other EA, like Madden, uh, FIFA, it crashes the shit out of my machine. It's just those two games, but Madden had some issues this year. It wasn't yeah, quite dude. the polished game as it. Well, it's never really one hundred percent polished, but it just was really not as good this year compared to past years and stuff. First year you didn't buy it, right? It's first year I didn't buy it. Yeah, because it got so many bad reviews. I I I, would, I just kept playing the um the old one, the one I had from that I bought last year. Well, I think the truth yeah. is you were just so. Overwhelmed, sweaty, sweaty uh, hands over there losing the uh, Super Bowl on Twitch that you just couldn't rebound. Couldn't <laughs> rebound. True. That was horrible. The game. Yeah. That was that was that was horrible. That game. Fuck, you fuckers are making me nervous. The giants broadcasting out their anuses. <laughs> oh boy. Um. <laughs> Are we going to have some terrible, terrible talk topics this uh, this episode? What's going on? Isn't that, isn't that what I'm doing right now? <laughs> True. Touche. <laughs> oh, I miss terrible topics. Oh, it's uh, almost like they miss us. Yeah, I know. How come we never get? How come we never get this feedback when we was actually doing the show? <laughs> I'm fucking it. Honestly, I, I'm. It's the reason is I'm like so starstruck right now talking to you guys that. Like I don't know, I was afraid to talk to you guys before, and because uh, I didn't, I wanted you to really like me, so I never introduced myself, and <laughs> so <laughs> I, I never really gave a shit, and I crashed their show for the Red Dead episode, which was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it, I'm telling you, I knew something was up on that last episode when Jeremy's like, and I will be here for all remaining bad fodder figures. I was like, motherfucker, they're hanging up the mics. <laughs> 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 yeah, shit happens. 
Um, so then, anyways, um, so I got a couple of honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> it takes two, which we already talked about. Uh, just fabulous game, the co-op and that, and the, how you had to work, uh, you know, teamwork, which is uh, a hell of a thing for me, Mike, sometimes to get teamwork in. Um, worked out great for us, you know, figuring figuring out the puzzles and that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then um, Red Dead Redemption 2, I got Red Dead Redemption 2 on the Series X. That's a great fucking game. <laughs> yeah, I saw it was, it was like on sale one day for like 29 bucks. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get it for the Series X. And, and it looks so good. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so happy I bought it, and and I'm you know playing through it. I pick it up here and there, play through it again, and and sometimes I just go through and I make a couple saves, and I'll go through and I'll just fuck shit up. I'll go through and just you know tie people up, drag them be my behind the horse, <laughs> try and rob a train, you know, just some I'm walking down the trail and someone says, "Howdy, howdy, partner," and I shoot him in the head. Well, their face <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's- great yeah but the story's great in it and arthur i've got a plan i've got a plan it's gonna work this time it's gonna arthur. work this time arthur. it's gonna work arthur no, just dude. one more you take a bath and then you chop some wood you pick out I a new knew. saddle <laughs> i knew yeah. that was gonna get jeremy to talk i knew it <laughs> like, jeremy that's like real life stuff man take a bath and then <laughs> The woman knocks on the door, and says, "Hey, honey, for fifty cents, mm-hmm. I can I can rub you down." Yeah. So, you know, I, I still remember. I think his only input in the Red Dead episode was, "I fucking hated it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, Jeremy didn't like the whole having to eat stuff and that. And, I, yeah. Look, my my bottom lip is gone. I've been biting it off this whole time. Boom. <laughs> At <laughs> <laughs> the beginning, it was like, oh man, 2021 was so bad. You know, it was just like 2020. I'm sitting here thinking it wasn't that bad. But after hearing your guys' list, I, I get it now. I get it. You know, <laughs> I really like and respect almost half the people here, but all of you deserve better than what you've been playing. <laughs> the sizzle, the sizzle reel. Here it comes. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, they say PC master race. I'm sure there's going to be virtual reality master race. I'm gonna, I was going to say, here comes, here comes the Oculus Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say the best for last, so Al can go next. Oh, 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 oh. all right. <laughs> all right. Doesn't, doesn't the robot get a say? No, fuck, Craig. Craig. Yeah, yeah. Craig, Craig is halfway through his beer, so he's going to crash any time now. He's still <laughs> hacking my phone right now, so just yeah. need some time. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeremy, I'll play your game, you rogue, and I'll go through uh, my three. Uh, it, it's funny, I went with these on a gut, and then I found a way to look at my most played shit on Steam this year, and this kind of lines up. So, <clears throat> uh, my first one, uh, and this has been a, about a, as close to an obsession as you can get for the past two months or so, it's called Wildermyth. Um... It was a, it's a PC game. It was in early access last year. Actually, like went through you know the standard year that you're supposed to do, and then released uh, 1.0, I think, in September. It's um, it's got like a comic book art style to it. Like the, it tells story, the stories in comic panels. Anyway, combat's kind of like XCOM, uh, but it's a D&D style game. You know, Dungeons and Dragons, fantasy setting. Um. But it's a procedural story generator. Like, you create uh, three characters in the beginning of the game, 
basically one's like a fighter type, the other is a, you know, scout slash archer, you know, whatever you want to call it, and then the other is a wizard, and the game has a really unique magic system, I don't want to go too into details, but basically, like, you start out, you're just little, you know, basically like farm kids, or, you know, kids on a farm, shit starts happening, and you slowly get pushed into fighting back and having to be heroes. And each campaign takes over, you know, a campaign will take over several chapters. And it's, again, like a randomly generated story based on, you know, the kind of enemy that you're facing, uh, their character's traits, and then, like, you'll go through a chapter, you'll kind of work your way towards fighting the big bad. Like, each chapter has an objective, and you'll go through, you'll do, you know, quests, your characters interact and, like, you know, develop relationships or whatever, and then you get to the end of the chapter, you fight the big final battle, and then it'll be, like, ten years of peace, you know, passes, and then it'll tell you the story in between, you know, the end of that chapter, what your characters are doing, and, like, your characters slowly age, uh, some might get together, have kids, and you'll actually get to play them in future chapters, and by the end of your campaign, like, some of your characters will have died either in combat or even of old age. And uh, it's just a really great uh, RPG slash story generator. I don't even know how to explain it. It's super fun. Uh, I could see someone like Los just losing their entire free time to it. But I've really enjoyed it. I don't even know if any of you have heard of it, but... <laughs> It's it's worth a look on Steam. I've so, definitely seen a lot of people have it in their top ten. Yeah, it's it's really. Um, What's it it's called really again? Wilder Myth. Uh, I'll put it in the Discord channel here, just so you can see the name of it. And then, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's not expensive. I think it's like a two person development team. They've already got like a a system to mod the game. Uh, guides to mod it, and there are some great mods to the game. Some are not so great, and some are just flat-out funny. Like, you'll basically scout... Uh, you, like, the world map gets randomly generated, and you'll scout tiles of it, and then that will determine if there's, like, a fight, or, you know, a quest where you have to make, like, story decisions, and that'll change, like, your characters of the world. And all of a sudden, I got to one where it was, like, the heroes are walking in this cave, and they're, like, uh... Well, there's a bunch of eggs around, and uh, we can gather up these eggs, but, you know, there's a lot of monsters in the next room, and the one character's like, uh, hey, can you uh, calculate our chances? And then the other character's like, yeah, I'm getting, like, 33.3% repeating. Uh, that's better than we normally get. It basically turned into Leroy Jenkins and turns into a fucking enormous battle, you know, playing on the whole Leroy Jenkins meme. So some mods are better than others, but uh, it was still pretty funny. But yeah, well, I, just, I just looked at the Steam page, Mike and Matt. You can just nod your head and be polite, and then yeah, you know, nod your head. Be polite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just got there. Yeah, that's what's, gonna be what's Steam? <clears throat> yeah, the Dell doesn't run that <laughs> anymore. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Is it a seven twenty p? Yeah, it's it's more it of actually, a I, yeah, only it in, looks, it, only it in looks, the garage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I upgraded my TV in the garage, by the way. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, yes, yeah, 1080. But uh, I took the 42-inch from upstairs and took it down to the garage. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and, Alan, I I, uh, I hear you, you, you did some uh, very loud typing just to appease uh, Jeremy there. You know how he's a huge fan of that. 
<laughs> I'll never forget it. That's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the other one, I'm going to swap out my number two because I, I thought of, I saw this as an honorable mention, and I'm like, no. When I looked at my Steam games played, I have over 250 hours in this this year, and it came out this year. And that's uh, Crusader Kings 3. I've pretty much talked about that game ad nauseum on the show. That's a, a PC game, grand strategy, basically medieval kingdom simulator. I don't even know how to describe it. But if you want to ever play, like, literally play what Game of Thrones is, uh, that's the game to do it. There's everything from, I mean, there's brothers and sisters doing the whole Jamie and, and uh, Cersei Lannister thing, and you can have a nice inbreded line, inbred line of, of completely psychotic people. It's a wild game, again, of story generation and lots of dead bodies. Very cool. Uh, that's Crusader Kings 3. Is there nudity? Absolutely. Uh, you're... There you go, Mike. You might be in it. You might be. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like that game that me and you played. We were hi- you were hiding out in the bush. You kept showing me your bush. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> General okay. jousting. No, no, no. What was that one called? There was no bushes in that. I remember that. That was a, a, a Divinity Original Sin. Right. Oh, that one. Yes, Divinity. Actually, this kind of goes along with that, Jeremy. This one, if you haven't played this, I know you... I, if I remember, I think you like the Divinity games. Uh, but this is Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. This came out later this year. And I already have over a hundred hours into this one. This is like, you know, like the Divinity games, more like a Baldur's Gate style, kind of isometric. Um, what I love about this game is just the amount of choice and story branching that this game does. Like a lot of RPGs, um, you don't really, you, you get powerful to a point, but this is more like you start out like you're kind of a badass enough warrior or adventurer, whatever the hell you are. But as you go through this game, you eventually like go down what's called a mythic path on your way to becoming godlike, and you could be an angel, a demon, or turn into like the freaking plague bearer that drowns the world based on whatever choices you want to make. Uh, become a dragon or a lich, like it's nuts. Like if you're into the Dungeons and Dragons style stuff, uh, this is a game that really lets you live out. Like if you want to be the most evil motherfucker that ever existed in a game, you can literally do that, and they have a decent enough story written out for it so that you can play start to finish and basically drown the world in darkness. Uh, or be, you know, Mr. Angel, whatever you want to do. Uh, it literally lets you play kind of however the hell you want to play a character, and I've had a lot of fun with that. Um, so that's Wrath of the Righteous. Then I would say, uh, for honorable mentions, I'll throw the Legend of Heroes uh, Trail series in. That one... Travis was getting at earlier. This is a slow burn. I don't recommend it to anybody here except maybe Travis. Um, it's, yeah, that it, makes sense. It was a good one. I played a shit ton of that this year. Um, really great world building and a ton, ton, ton of story. Uh, and then I have to just give two honorable mentions, one of which uh, Mike already hinted at, uh, Matt too, and that's Game Pass. PC, Xbox, Game Pass, doesn't matter. Um, I think if there is like a highlight of 2021... Uh, it is definitely Game Pass finding its stride, and really, especially, you know, when you look at the the year that we're in, and people may not have a lot of money to throw at, like, trying a game out, I love that Game Pass really gives you a solid menu of, like, yeah, there are some 
absolute turds on that service. And I know Mike has mentioned this a few times, but like the fact that you can just, as part of your subscription, get, grab a game that you might even think this looks like a complete turd burger, and it turns out to be great. And I think that's what I like about Game Pass. Or there's the one where it's like, man, I really was going to buy this game, and it's coming out on Game Pass. That's great. I'm going to play it. Within five minutes, I'm like, that game fucking sucks, and I'm glad I didn't drop 60 on it. Like, I just, I feel like Game Pass is a big, <clears throat> big highlight this year for me. And um, and then, yeah, huge have, yeah, and then I have to finish it off, like you, like you were saying, Nick, Hades is just insane. Uh, it, just a wildly fun game, and one I, I continue to pick up and play. And then I'll end it before I pass it to Jeremy, and he will probably mention this one, but he's the one that wound up uh, getting me to pick this up, and we we uh, played a played this together on stream, on his stream the one night, and that is Demio. Uh, probably the best uh, VR game I think I've played uh, in a multiplayer setting. And it's basically, the, the way I describe it to people is if you ever played Hero Quest, the board game, uh, growing up, that's pretty much what Demio is, uh, except it's in VR and you're like picking up the, the figures and going down the dungeon hallway, you're rolling the dice, and the game does like all the, you know, obviously does all the math for you, and the characters are like, the, the figures are really well sculpted. I think we even made a point of like the big bad at the end of the game had like horribly dirty feet and a, a stanky bottom. Like it was just funny in, in a lot of ways, but that's a really amazing game that I have to get back to playing because I had a lot of fun with that. So I'll definitely give Demio an honorable mention. Um, I'm sure none of those really resonated aside from Demio, and I'm just more excited to hand the baton to Jeremy to hear of everything I've been missing aside from Warframe. Go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, no, see, that, yeah. So I gotta say, I gotta say the nice stuff first. So, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on here. Um, of course. It's great after 86 episodes, you finally asked me to be a guest. So that's awesome. Um, you know, and, and oh. I, I really, I love, I really love your show. Um, it, except for the fact that I have to check my blood sugar before I listen because you're always so damn sweet and nice and you never say anything <laughs> bad about any game ever. Every game that you play is. Is a blast, <laughs> and this this it's so charming and great. So, um, yeah. So, just just um, your goal for for me. I, you know, you, you did great with the keyboard stuff. You, you got that under control. Twenty twenty two. I want I want to hear you complain about a game. All right. So I'll I'll twenty twenty two. You got you got some more. Yeah. So you do that. <laughs> You, you come back and you just shit hard on a game. That's what I I'm going to have. I'm going to have an entire section towards the end of the show called the game I plan to shit on or something go. along those lines. I'm doing that for you, Jeremy. We're changing the format. Because, listen, this is your fault because you have not been pro like preparing your listeners for some asshole like me to get on here and, and just <laughs> say negative stuff because you're all sunshine and teddy bears. So this hey. is on you. You got to um, go way back to those original episodes when yeah, me and I were was on. Yeah. So, but no, in, in all serious, uh, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, next time, Absolutely. maybe without Matt and Mike. Um, but... <laughs> Look at the time. I got to run. <laughs> my, my slippers are in the microwave right, being right. warmed up. No, I'll I'll go quick. And actually, believe it or not, 2021 was not a big VR year for me. I still played some stuff, but I didn't spend a lot of time playing new VR stuff uh, other than Demio, which you mentioned. Which, uh, yeah, oh. that was that was probably 
Um, the highlight of my year, as far as gaming goes, was the end of my Extra Life um, uh, marathon I did back in October with a, a buddy of mine. We we saved Emio for last, just for those waning hours, and it was a good it, one for it. Oh, we had like a three and a half hour session that was a nail biter. It came down to the end, and it was it was one of those moments where you actually your hands go up in the air and you cheer and yeah! he, he woke up his new his one-year-old um and uh-huh. got yelled at by his wife um because we were just it, it was literally like free sports fans it was bottom of the ninth fourth and goal um they pulled the goalie and and then we kicked the soccer thing or something i don't know but it was great so let's do that uh, yeah Kick so <laughs> So definitely Demio was probably um, my top, uh, probably all games really, but definitely, well, not all games, but definitely in VR. Um, and so because I had been hitting VR so hard in the past, uh, there were a lot of things that I didn't really get to come uh, get to when they came out. Um, and mm-hmm. I did pick up a PS5 at the end of last year. So I figured, you know, hey, I finally got this thing. It was, you know, won that lottery. So might as well actually put some use to it. So I, I spent some time... Um, Early in the year, kind of cleaning out that uh, that to do list with the, with the PlayStation. So I did uh, the Miles Morales. I finished that, and that was that, that was, was a great. good one. Uh, yeah. I did the Final Fantasy VII remake. I, that was great. Uh, I finished that, which you know, for me, when you play a lot of VR games, you'll know that either they never get finished because it's like an endless type thing, or you finish it in, in an hour and then you're I was say like an hour. hour. Yeah, you're done. yeah. So there's not a whole lot of, of real rich story driven things. So for me this year, I finished probably six or seven games, I think, um, which, which is a lot for me um, to, yeah, to actually have that patience. Um, especially when you think about all the stuff that was on game pass that I just bounced off of because, you know, you, you say, Al, it's a great value and I'm not going to argue with that, but I, I would, I would, I would like to know the, the, the averages of people who, who think that it's great because they didn't have to buy the game versus they just, you know, got, got a, a really good game for, for the cost of the subscription. So, um, oh, and, and you know, I, I was, I would agree. I was, I was kind of getting that. I would say that it's, it's much more, um, the oh i'm glad i didn't have to buy that but then right. I, it's not often but the ones that i do find where it was like holy shit like hades being on game pass like that to me is like that's worth three months of game pass easy like hades would be worth 50 dollars. Uh, you played it before though you had already played Hades before. I had already played it, yeah. So yeah, yeah. and, and I, right, and so that that's, no, that's fair. I'm not I'm not really trying to shit on Game Pass because I think it is a, a good service for what it is, but I I fear because I'm already seeing it, I fear what it's doing to people's brains and expectations about what games should be, how much games should cost, when games should be available to them and stuff like that. So That's totally um, fair. I, I definitely see value in Game Pass and in um, you know, I, I won't pull up numbers but as far as the best value in gaming when you start looking at like PS Now and stuff like that. But I'll, I will say that um, I, I think Game Pass saves people more money, and whether or not that's good for developers, we'll never know because we'll never get those details at Xbox. I want but, those um, numbers, man. Right, yeah, you know, yeah, what what about the developers that don't or can't get their game released on Game Pass? Right. You know, what about, like that game, like Death's Door, right? Before mm-hmm. Game Pass, everybody would have bought that. But now you have people oh, saying, no. well, I'm, now you have people saying, well, I'm not going to buy that because eventually it's going to come to Game Pass. Right, right. Well, um, and, and it's not my problem to worry about other people's money. I'm just saying if we're into this gaming as sort of a hobby and we want to see it thrive and continue on, which it will, 
what we type gotta of, pay people we gotta pay people who's doing it yeah I mean, what are, what's the what are the long-term effects of those types of services where like i said developers might come to microsoft and microsoft sorry you know your game's not we don't want it or they could have a great game and say you know what we don't want to go to game pass sure um so i don't know like like jeremy says we'll probably never see those numbers um it, it exists in other ecosystems netflix and things like that so it seems definitely sustainable i guess to a point but there's definitely probably some uh effect that game pass oh, has yeah. out there on developers and even yeah. and then i i think about stuff like that dark alliance game that came out that thing was like i had such high hopes for that and it was oh, dude, I did too. and then it was just it, it was i don't know they phoned it in and a turd a turd burglar yeah i mean oh, yeah there's got to be developers that rest on their laurels and say, you know what, this is going to come on Game Pass, so why do we got to go the extra mile with our game? People are going to get it. People are going to get it free no matter what, and they're going to play it because it's free. That's that's what I was going to follow up with. Was you know, are we seeing more of that? And it's funny you picked the game that I would have picked too because, like, I was pumped for that one. I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, like the old version of that, mm-hmm. I, you know, I love the Forgotten Realms. Like that was, I, I thought, gonna be my game of the year. Like when they announced the co-op, and of course you're gonna play as Drizzt and like all the classic characters. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, there's no way this game can go wrong. And yeah, <laughs> every like, which way <laughs> kind of wrong. It holy yeah. shit, did that game stink? And yeah, it, it. I don't know, man. Like that's. I think that's more my worry because. Like, I was talking to uh, someone over at In Exile. Um, like, Game Pass has done a lot for games like, um, oh shit, I'm blanking, Nick. Uh, Wasteland, Wasteland 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it, did a, it did a lot for them, um, just as far as reach. And, like, they, they sounded pretty happy with the money they made off of it. But, like... Are we getting more games like Dark Alliance? And that that's more my concern, is that are we going to get, you know, stinkers that just somehow gets, you know, picked up on the Game Pass? And maybe that's what you're getting, is that there probably needs to be more of a uh, curated selection. Yeah, of I, I just feel like if it's a good game like Hades, you should buy it. Yeah! And, uh, and I think if it's a good, if it's a shit game like Dark Alliance, they shouldn't get money for it. Yeah, that, no, I... That's... I, that's, that's yeah, that's, um, a good, that's a good point. Yeah, but but not to not to go too too far off there. And then uh, God of War, <laughs> I finished that and just go right down. Great, here. Uh, yeah. and I'm actually uh, yeah that that's that coming to to PC. I think is is going to be a, a big win for a lot of the folks who refuse to go to the console land. So, <laughs> um, and then uh, I actually started just on a whim the other day because I didn't want to get anything too too heavy, but I I was going through my whole free list of games that you get with getting a PS5 and uh that uh that infamous sequel Second Son that I think I never was probably played that. A launch I didn't either and so I'm like oh, I'll just give it a shot it's actually pretty good I mean it's 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 very much a put on a podcast and go collect the items on the map type thing um, right the the story is there it's kind of forgettable or whatever but I mean it's it's literally I just go in and I just get you know clear out each zone till it gets to hundred percent of everything collected, move on to the next one, stuff like that. Um, I, if I buckle down, I probably could finish that by end of the year, but, um, you know, it, 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 again, it's just kind of one of those, 
it's a nice game to have. I'm not going to say that everyone needs to play it, but for a game that's eight years old, almost nine years old now, it was 2013 that that came out. Wow, it really? Out, it did, yeah. It, it holds wow. up pretty well. So, um, And then Mike mentioned it, probably what would be my game of the year. If, if Demu is my VR game of the year, definitely my flat VR, uh, my flat um game of the year is going to be uh ghost of tsushima because i and I, I didn't i didn't do anything with that last year when it launched and i got the ps5 version so it had all the extra bells and whistles but um you know you guys talked about the dual sense and the the, the downside kind of like with game pass the downside to the dual sense is when people don't use it or when they use it poorly yes! like, oh like, like borderlands 3 i i know that was mentioned earlier that game like for a studio that big to phone in dual sense, they phone that game. dual sense in so fucking bad. On it makes me yeah. angry. I turned it off. I, <laughs> yeah. I just, it was it was terrible. Um, and but but the, the things they did with the dual sense, the 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 just the end game things like the wind taking you to where your your yeah. objectives, um, stuff that nobody's thought of in games before, at least not in ones that I've played, um, and really taking advantage of that controller. And then just like Mike said, it's just a really good game with it. It's a really good story. Um, it's action. You can, you know, it's not just button mashing, but at the same right. time, you, it's not Smart like you play. have to do, you know, feng shui with your fingers to get to, to pull off a certain <laughs> move Metroid. Um, oh my so, God. Yeah. It, it's uh it, it was really solid. And, and I actually platinumed it. That was the first platinum that I got on a game since, uh, Fallout 3 and were the first Borderlands. I'm not sure which one, but um, I don't have a lot of those. Because, again, I don't tend to finish a lot of games, but um, that one I, I wanted to see to the end. So, Yeah, no, it, it, it that to me uh, is definitely a, a big highlight. Like, just, again, like you said, the way they use the DualSense. And uh, the, the thing I don't think enough people talk about with, with Tashima, I love the filters. I love that it has a Kurosawa mode. And it's all that, black and white. I never use a photo mode in a game, and I could not stop taking pictures and posting them in that one. Like oh. it, it just every area you went into looked just a little bit different than the last, but then you get two or three mm. areas away from where you were, and it's totally different. Um, the day night cycle, the weather, and that. But to Al's point, you could change the whole. You could play the whole game in black and white if you wanted to. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can play it in whole, mode. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that that was definitely if of all these things, I would say if you can get a, a, your hands on a copy of that, that that's something that I would recommend to probably just about everyone who <clears throat> likes who likes fun games and not just all the sports games that came out. Um, <laughs> so, and then I think the only other thing that I'll mention that um, and Al, you and I have talked a little bit about it, and I'm sure you haven't finished it, even though you have a time machine that lets you play. That cold steel, that cold steel game that I played for twelve hours and like fell asleep to because it was, it was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, inscription, inscription. And, and this is this is not anything for the 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 mats and mics of the world. And actually, most people I would say inscription is not for. Um, one, it's it's a card builder game, so um, at least at at its core, it's that. Um, but I finished that well, probably uh, about a week or so ago. And it's one of those games that starts out as one thing, ends up being something else, and then ends up being something else on top of that. And I felt all good and and warm and fuzzy inside when I finally beat that. Um, but then there's this whole ARG section of it where 
there's little bits and pieces in the game that you see it and you're like well, that's kind of weird and even some things i took screenshots of because i figured it was like a clue to another puzzle in the game or something like that yeah but turns out it's like hidden code that the developer put and it references one of his other games that also had a secret thing and when you put the scramble the letters and put it into a website it gives you a phone number and that phone number gives you coordinates like there's this whole hour long it's, youtube video that i watched on that the actual not the actual game but the stuff that was put into the game and references and it was it was mind-blowing and and i i'm not anyone who would ever figure out any of that stuff but just the fact that that stuff exists and there are people who are willing to go through all that um yeah it, it definitely was worth mentioning um yeah i mean to quote uh the kids these game uh, these days that game is meta as fuck um I'm 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 probably about twenty percent through it. Maybe I plan on finishing it this week. Actually, are are, are you are I are you? I don't care if I spoil it. Are you still in the cabin? Yeah, I'm still in the cabin. So what? Ten percent. You have. You are not even through Act One. Wow! All right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone's um, mind just got blown. Yeah, you have a well, long way to go, my friend. It's and and again, you know, it. it, it uh, I don't want to say it does them a disservice, but like to tell like the other game, you know, that this developer is known for, like they're like they're like the mindfuck of games. Like I, I was almost going to say like the M Night Shyamalan of games, but these games don't suck. Um, mm. It's more, but it's more like their games have really weird creative twists that, mm. to Jeremy's point you will never experience in another game, hands down. Like, some games might try to do it. What is it, Pony Island or whatever the hell? Yeah, uh, Pony. Yeah. You uh, wouldn't even but... know about the ARG unless you went looking for it. The, the only reason why, I, I wanted to see if there were any endings that I missed, and then I fell down a rabbit hole within a rabbit hole on, on this other stuff. But, but just even the game itself, even when you kind of separate all that stuff, the game itself takes you through some things that if you can stomach a a card battle or card collecting whatever game long enough um it's definitely worth the the journey and, and the ride and i kind of just want to go back and play that first act again um just because as things evolve that's probably the best version of that game so they were good to leave right. with it but um you definitely need to sit down and put some time into it and get through it and once you get into act two you'll you'll see why I think when I finish that one, I want to reach out and see if we can talk to uh, one of the developers on the show. Just because, again, like they're that game does things, and their other games are doing things like no one else is doing, and it's really weird. And it's like you said, like people like you or I would probably not notice all these layers, but as you start digging, you know, you start digging into this game, and it's like, man, they're just doing something on a whole nother level. Uh, it's just it's something you have to experience and so yeah i plan on finishing that this week anyone listening to us it's not going to come to game pass it's not a console game (laughs) (laughs) so you're just gonna have it might come to pc game pass it might come to pc game pass yeah that'd be your best bet yeah 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 no but it's it's not that's that's my list so i'm gonna say it's 20 bucks i think or something like that it's not expensive it's definitely worth a grab but i think that I did sorry, forget no. one one title. I'm sorry to drag this on. No, um, no, please. Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Yes! Oh, I'm glad really, somebody mentioned this. Really a fucking good game. Good story. Um, you know, at first I didn't know how I was going to feel about the whole mechanic of, like, controlling the other characters, but I thought they really nailed the the way they, they um, implemented that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's on sale now in a lot of different places. Pretty hefty discount. Um, but I know you guys are talking about the DualSense. I bought it for Xbox, but I'm mm-hmm. curious. I need to read up and see how they implemented the DualSense with the game if they've if they just phoned it in like Borderlands Three, or if they did, you know, sort of the gave it the Ratchet and Clank <laughs> experience. Because um, if it if they did go down that, if they did take their time and do some cool stuff with it, I will probably pick it up on this sale they got going on right now. That's how much I enjoyed the story. And then wow. if it can if it can heighten yeah. it again with the Dual Sense, I'd play it a second time. I, I would Maybe. absolutely agree to that. Yeah, I, I would I, do the same thing. I bought it on Xbox. Are you sure you're not talking about Marvel Avengers? No, no, Guardians. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, for sure, 100%. Dude, Avengers sucked so hard. But yeah, no, uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy, like, it, it's one of those things where, you know, there are a lot of games that try to be funny, but I feel like this game was had genuinely laugh-out-loud moments uh, pretty often. Yeah, the uh, the the the, 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 um, you know, the lines that they have, the banter, it didn't feel forced. There was, no. a big, there was an article that came out recently explained how they did it. It's very free flowing and doesn't. It just feels like you're listening in on on the group of characters, right? Rather than them just spitting out their lines and they come out, you know, canned. It just felt very very casual and free flowing. Yeah, and and uh, and I will say the the one of the things that that grabbed me immediately in that game. And this is just because I'm I'm a bit older than well no I'm not older than anybody here. Uh, <laughs> damn, who are you talking about? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> here's funny, Jim. Because Matt's really fucking old. God damn you, whippersnappers <laughs> out here! Get off my lawn. My nickname's not old man for nothing. Uh, but but I know I know a lot of you can relate to every one of you can pretty really much relate to this. Uh, and it's that scene in the beginning where you know you're playing a you're your Star Lord, you're in your bedroom, and you're reading the lyrics to the CD of like your favorite rock band. And I just I don't know something about that moment immediately grabbed me into this game, and it was like I hadn't thought about doing that in I can't even tell you how many years, and that was like such a regular part of my life when I would buy you know, an album or something. It was like, oh, got to read the insert and look at the lyrics and the art and everything else. Like, there's so many things on many layers that that game really nailed uh, that I thought made it enjoyable that I am sure anybody under the age of, like, 25 didn't even fucking understand. <laughs> oh, yeah, went right over their heads, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now that's going, but shit. All right, everyone. Like, this has been a really good time. I'm really sorry uh, we couldn't get uh, Glovebox. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. He's saving the world, and we love you, Eric. And um, sorry you couldn't join us either, Kyle. Uh, but yes, uh, it's been a lot of fun catching up with the boys from Bad Fodder Figures. Thank you, fellas, very much for taking time out of your holiday schedule to come hang out. And uh, Jeremy, unfortunately, you opened that door, so now you might get bugged every now and then to come on and hang out. Uh, nope. Just to be the ca- the counterpoint to my uh, sunshine and rainbows, we could use some more. Uh, and Nick too. We're we're both kind of sunshiny, rainbowy people. <laughs> mm. 
and we, we you know shit throwing shit against the wall is fun and i, I look forward to those sessions um it's the, it's the only way you can be when you're in the tri-state area because otherwise you look out your window and you're like holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh rather that than a mass hole Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But thank you, fellas, for showing up. Thank you, everybody. Travis, it's really great to talk to you. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been. It really has, man. Thank you for coming by. And um, other than that, I think we will wrap up episode 84. We will wrap up 2021. Uh, it's been a weird year, but a good year, I think, based on what we're talking about here, although we have missed out, uh, according to Jeremy, and he's probably right. Uh, we, we need to hold our games to some standards, damn it. <laughs> but, uh, Everybody but, enjoy their uh, junior year of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, graduation comes quick, I hope. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to graduate soon, Omicron Lod. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, Delta Omicron. There we go. But uh, all right, everybody. Until next time, everybody listening, uh, thanks for hanging out. We look forward to catching up again. Uh, Have fun. Play games. Don't be dicks. I realize I didn't go through uh, the forum. Shit. Too late for that. Yeah, we're out. We didn't go through the uh, forum of the save point. Sorry, save point. I'll dedicate an edited section to all y'all's input, I appreciate it. Till next forms? Penis forms? No, no, penthouse, please. Penthouse. Please. Can we call it a tallywhacker? Please. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I genius, but that's just me. Before we sign off, Matt, why don't you give that phone number out one more time? Five oh eight. Six five nine. BFFS. <laughs> what a better way to end it. See you, everybody. A river Darcy. Peace. <laughs>
and the Tetris Effect. That is a fantastic game. Uh, more people need to be playing that, checking it out. It is totally worth the uh, worth the bucks, especially if you're a Tetris fan. Aaron gave us Destiny 2, Rocket League, and Luxor HD. Well, interesting choices. Matt was all about the Destiny 2 as well. Rocket League is always good fun, so that, that's a good one for sure. And Josh, our buddy Josh, comes in us, at, at us with Tabletop Simulator. Uh, Josh used to be a gamer. He used to play games, but now he is all in on tabletop games, board games, and uh, I've hung out with him and his buddies once or twice uh, for some tabletop simulator fun, and there's definitely a lot there. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, it really does make it easy to play it multiplayer with your friends, especially through Steam. Highly recommend checking that out. But... That is all the uh, input we got from the save point from everybody that reached out. So I hope you all had a good holiday, have a great new year, and the Retro Rents will see you all in 2022. Can't wait. We got a lot of cool stuff lined up, some cool interviews coming down the pipe as soon as uh, I can get the details settled for that. And other than that, have fun, play games, and don't be dicks.